welcome to Unwind Financial, where we talk about all things health and wealth to educate, inspire, and liberate. My name is John Savage, and my wife is not with me at the moment right now. She is actually uh, doing some ministry with the ladies, and so she is in another part of the building with the meeting right now. So um, you'll have me today, but I'm going to keep this short, um, but I just want to encourage every one of our listeners wherever you are across the world, across the country, or in the United States, or if you're in California, um, there's a lot happening right now. And I want to encourage all of you to just take heart and to focus on our Redeemer, focus on the Father God who has um, redeemed us not only from our sins, he's provided a way out of challenging situations, out of darkness, out of tough times, and... um, It's not always easy, but I want to encourage your hearts today with everything going on in our world. Prices going up. Excuse me. We personally just watched our gas go up, I think, about $1.50. It's been well over a dollar in just the last week and a half. Amazing. Never seen anything like that in my lifetime. Uh, So, Father, I just thank you for the opportunity to just share a word to encourage everyone wherever they may be at home, taking care of kids, um, taking care of a loved one, uh, working, um, out on business on the trip, traveling a lot, uh, different people are listening right now and just, uh, d- experiencing different things in this world. But I just pray that you would give them courage and strengthen them with your joy and their innermost being, and that they would receive something today out of this, uh, brief message we're going to share that they would be able to take it and apply it to their life and know that you are our great hope and your word is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and that it is with us to lead us and guide us into all truth. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. All right, everyone. Sorry, but I've got a little stuffiness here. I had some stuff last night I should have had, and then there's been some pollen. My allergies have been doing great for a long time, but Yesterday, I think over the last week, I had a combination of some things that I should not have. So that said, we'll get started. <clears throat> so I wanted to read a scripture to you. It's in Ephesians. Many of you know it. Chapter 6, starting in verse 10. And this talks about putting on the whole armor. And the title for today is Stand Firm. Again, the title is Stand Firm. <clears throat> So, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. that ye may be able to stand in the evil day and having done all to stand stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. So I'll stop there at verse 18. 
Excuse me. So I just want to encourage all of you today. We really need to put on the armor of God, just spending time in the Father's Word, seeking out answers for whatever we might need, and just spending time with Him. It's not always seeking an answer or something. He'll bring answers to us just by a simple question we might have or a thought we have as we continue to abide in Him. The more time we can slow down, spend time in prayer. In this world system, especially in America, people are so busy, busy, busy. I had a lady from, I think she was from Morocco. I was talking with her. I was doing some financial counseling months ago. And she said, you know, in America, I come here. She said, there, these things are more simple. In my life where she was living, she said, when I came here, everything was busy, busy, busy. People are so stressed out. And they're just always so busy and running around. And, and she said, I felt so stressed and anxiety coming to America. And I was like, wow. And you think about that. So she gets to experience two different realities. You come back to the United States and it's just busy and just people are constantly on the go. And it is tough. Even now, just to meet with friends, it's hard to meet with friends. It might take two, three, four, five weeks even for us sometimes to meet with friends because everybody's so busy. There's so many things consuming the time in our life. When God gave us time for us, but man is using a, a construct of time to create a system to control habits and actions that lead to business, influence, power, so many different things. And a lot of people are stressed out. A lot of people rush. People even go to church on Sundays and get tickets. And they, they do um, rushing to church even. The thing about that is it's because of the anxiety that it caused to urge you got to be here. You got to get here on time. Got to get here at a certain time. But if we can slow down, spend more time with the father, he'll begin to show us how to operate in this time and, and, and how to slow down and be able to not rush our thoughts, not rush our actions. Because what happens when you're rushed, it causes a lot of anxiety, which, you know, it's, it's stress-inducing. And that can be a, a very unhealthy, high-intensity level of stress. And that's what we don't want to live with, and so many people do. And with everything going on in this world, it's easy to look at the media and focus on the media if we allow those voices, which a lot of them are distractions, to capture our time. So this world, there's these principalities. There are the rulers of darkness in high places. There's a spiritual wickedness, and we have to be able to resist that. And we can with the Father's word. <clears throat> By trusting in his word. What word has God revealed to you in his word? What word has he spoken to you, a rhema word? What is he giving you revelation on when you've asked him? Or as you're pondering certain things or situations? You got to hold on to whatever the Father is revealing to you, because whatever he gives you, he's going to keep you in that by his word. He watches over his word to perform it, the word says. So if he's watching over his word and he's put his word in you, he's going to make sure he takes care of that word, because that word is a seed that he puts inside of you. And that seed is going to grow up and produce a bountiful harvest. And whatever he's called you to do and whatever he's giving to you and your family and to those you serve throughout your community. <clears throat> so we have to trust in him. We have to abide in his word and, 
And it doesn't matter whether you're driving, you're on a plane, you're in a hotel on a business trip, you're uh, teaching in a classroom at six o'clock in the morning and, and it's been busy, a lot going on and you're feeling overwhelmed with paperwork. That's a perfect time to stop and say, Father, I acknowledge you in all of my ways right now. And I know you're going to make every thought that seems to be crooked and overwhelming. You're going to make a straight path. You're going to clear my mind. You're going to give me exactly what I need for this moment, for this day, or the answers that I need. So we have to trust him and we have to walk in faith. We have to walk in faith. It can be so daunting and despondent feeling and just all these different emotions and dreariness. These pictures that are painted on the media, they're there for ratings. They're there to get people's attention. And oftentimes, human nature, we can operating off of the flesh and just pure emotion. We can gravitate towards things and conversate. Before you know it, a million people are watching about how someone had some kind of incident and had something on their text inside their home with their family. And we don't need to know all of that. But the world is good at taking something and turning it into something else to capture people's attention. So like I did, a, we did a podcast before about basically who's capturing your attention, whose voices are you listening to? Now more than ever, we need to be abiding in the Father. We need to be equipped with the armor of God. We need to have our mind. He said he knows the thoughts that he thinks towards us, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give us a good and expected end. So we need to guard our mind of all diligence. We have to be persistent. We have to be fervent in guarding our thoughts and protecting what we hear and what we see, which can influence ultimately, depending on what we allow in our heart, what we say. And what we say can defile us or it can build us up and bless us and those around us. So we have to choose. Remember, this isn't a sprint. This is a marathon. This is a marathon. So trusting in the Father, walking in faith, not being discouraged because the enemy will try and bring things. He'll bring these arrows and these missiles and these bullets. And many of you have seen in wars, we're hearing right now about wars. And I believe there's been some videos, some things at night, but you can see what looks like lights just piercing. And if we focus on that, see what happens is there's a, there's a twist in this. We can say, oh, no, I'm overwhelmed. Oh, no, I don't know what I, I, to do. But in gun training, they'll teach you about, okay, like if it's dark or something, you see a bullet, you know where the person's come from, or you got a light. You don't want a light right next to your body because now you just make yourself more of a target if you're trying to have a gunfight with someone in the dark because now they can spot on, see exactly where you're at. It makes it easier to be a target. Well, guess what? The enemy makes himself a target with the word of God that we can rise up and speak and declare against everything that he is doing. And we can walk with the shield of faith to quench every fiery dart of the wicked one. It says every fiery dart of the wicked one. He wants to see Satan wants us to look and be thrown off by these things that he's sending our way. It's, oh no, here comes some fire. Oh, there's some heat. Oh no, it's coming out as quick. No, the enemy just exposed his location. He just exposed where he was at. He exposed what he's doing. And the Father gives you eyes to see and ears to hear. That's why it's important by our minds being guarded and shielded with his word. He said, I know the thoughts, like I said, he thinks towards you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a good and expected end. 
So we know the difference. The Father's bringing thoughts of peace. He's going to give you strategy and instruction and direction. And when we're equipped with, with his armor, we need not be afraid. So when we have on the, the, the breastplate of righteousness, what happens? We're guarding our heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. It's scripture and Proverbs talks about. And so we want to guard our heart, guard our heart, just like a, a spring. If anybody's been to a spring or seen a geyser, it comes up from somewhere out of the ground, right? And then there's pressure that builds up and it comes up and, and it flings forth and it produces, it brings forth whatever's underground. And you have water springs and, and water flowing fresh and beautiful and healthy. Well, we want that to be in our heart. We don't want to walk in fear. See, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of sound mind. So we don't have to believe anything but the truth. Only the truth. If we're not sure about information or misinformation, what do we do? We stand on the truth. We declare his word. We speak health of ourselves. We speak life of ourselves. We speak safety of ourselves. The Father has given us angels to protect us. <clears throat> he has messenger angels. He's got warring angels. He's got guardian angels. So we need to declare that. We need to speak that and ask the Father, hey, I need some protection, Father. Father, I need you to fight this battle according to Exodus 14, 14. You asked me to be still, so I'm going to be still. And just as you did for our brothers and sisters, then you'll do for us now. We trust you. We only be still and you will fight our battles. So right now there's a lot of battles going on in this world. There's a lot of many conflicts, but the greater battles between good and evil, between Satan and God. And we already know who wins. The father has given us his word. That's why we have to be still. We have to stay grounded. We have to abide under the shadow of the almighty. Under his wings, we shall take refuge according to Psalm 91. So I want to encourage you guys today. And our feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Amen. Our feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Our Father wants us to be in peace. He doesn't want us to be in disarray. Because he brings us peace. That's where we know it's him. Satan is chaos and disorder. That's where you know you don't want to be. But again, that's where Satan exposes himself. And it gives us ammunition as children of God, of how to pray over a situation, how to pray protection for someone, how to pray for provision, how to pray for wisdom and instruction, how to pray for the knowledge you need of knowing what to do next. The Father has it all with him. So as we abide of him, he will abide with us. And we can ask anything we will, and it'll be done for us, but according to the Father's will. So ask in faith, believing and doubting not, and you shall have the petitions you've asked of him. So what are you asking the Father today? In the midst of everything going on in this world, what are you asking the Father for? So there's so much going on in this world. People are stressing. People are worried about family around the world. There's riots going on. There's destruction. There's diseases. There's a lot of man-made destruction. There's a lot of misinformation in the media and a lot of people in power who are making decisions that have been hurting people. Um, they don't feel the effects of it, but the rest of the world is. And so what are you asking the Father for, for your personal life? Even though there's all that stuff going on, 
He allows us to see things, but how should we start praying? We've all been called to something. I do podcasts. I do financial counseling. My wife and I pray for people. And when we can, we try and meet people's needs um, in some small way, whatever we're able to do. So what are you called to do? My wife is also in education and working with families and students, getting them resources, emergency resources, and, and finding things for them to get shelter and food. I also do the same thing as well. It's another part of things that I do and do my financial counseling on my job with the AP plans. <clears throat> Excuse me. So there's a lot that is to be done and that needs to be done, but we're all a part of the greater plan that the father is working out in these, I was going to say these last days, but actually we're in the last hours. We literally, it feels like, is it this the last hour, Father? No one knows the exact day or time. I know I don't. And I'm not trying to figure that out. What I'm trying to figure out is, and what I'm, I'm trying to do is just maintain my stability in the presence of the Father daily. And not just daily, but every moment, every hour. Is that an easy thing to do? It isn't. But that's why we walk by the Spirit. And not after the flesh. That's why we ask the Father for help. That's why we invite the Holy Spirit in to help us maintain balance and peace and to receive the Father's peace. Not the peace that the world gives, because that's different. That's not peace, but the peace that the Father gives. That supersedes anything we can do in the natural. But His Word, as I said before, sharpen any two-edged sword, able to cut between soul and spirit and bone and marrow. That is His Word. And I believe it and I receive it. Even though I might not have everything I'm asking for right away, I've seen the Father do some things quick. We've seen him do some things even now. We've had multiple breakthroughs happening, actually. <clears throat> even where some things were done wrong to us by a very large company, bank, I won't mention it. And a situation happened with one of our vehicles and all these fees. And all of a sudden, we just got a fourth check from that same company. And this was the biggest check yet, where they said, again, they made a mistake. You know, all I know is, Father, I thank you. Back then, I was praying. I was like, Father, this isn't right. We were asking, talking to the reps. I was like, this isn't right. Something is off of these numbers. They don't add up. And guess what? The Father knows how to add, divide, multiply, fractions, um, algorithms, equations, matrices, statistics, Standard deviations, you name it, quantum physics, the Father knows it all inside and out better than even the smartest people on this earth. He knows everything and what it actually means. And guess what? Nothing caught him unaware. So I just want to encourage you, whatever you're asking the Father for, whatever you're needing, whatever things that might be trying to creep up and cause fear or doubt, stand firm, stand strong, and continue to reside resiliently in hope. And let us not pit each other against what you hear in the media and things are going on. I'm praying for our brothers and sisters in Russia, Ukraine, like I said earlier, the Baltics, Eritrea, Somalia. Things aren't even being talked about Somalia. There's a lot of atrociousness and atrocities that are happening and things that seem almost just destitute and dreary for people in different places of the world. It can be easy for us in the United States to feel one way, but even here, I talk to people in some very crushing situations that have just really hurt my heart over the last few months and how they've been treated and even in the name of justice. Um, so let's pray for each other. Pray for yourselves. 
Pray for your loved ones. Pray for your friends, even those you think that are your enemy. Because God can change a man and a woman's heart like that. If there is room and they're willing and they, they have not rejected him, even if they have, there's always an opportunity while there's a breath yet in their body. And while we're all in this last hour on this earth, if the Lord is your Savior, and He is your Father, then ask Him, petition Him to help you not only to stand firm, but those that you love and, and those that you don't even know that you have a burden for, continue praying for them and ask Him to, to cause them to stand firm and that they would get to know Him and the power of His resurrection. That said, I am done for today. Father, I just ask you right now, every hearer in the sound of my voice, that you would bless them, that you would increase them, that you would multiply them, Father God. It's not about things and cars and homes. No, whatever their need is, you meet that need. You give in a way we're not able to give, but that we all be in a posture of receiving. So let everybody who needs to receive of the salvation, that they would repent and acknowledge that they are a sinner, that they can only be saved through your beautiful precious grace that was shed abroad on the cross over 2,000 years ago for their sake, for all of our sakes, Father, and that you're wedding, ready and willing and, and waiting with open arms saying, come, let me love on you. Come, let me take those scars. Come, let me heal those wounds. Come, let me love you where you felt rejected. Come, let me encourage you where you felt hopeless. Come, let me be there to get you out of the situation and let me be the justice for you where there was injustice, where there's darkness. Now let me be the light for you. Come. The Father is waiting and ready to not only be that solve, that saving grace for you, but also to change your life, to change your heart, to change your thoughts, to change everything around in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. Now I want to encourage you. Not everything's going to happen overnight. Some things for some of you may happen right now, but for others, it may take some time because a father is doing an individual work. He loves you with an everlasting love, and he sees you on a level that no one else can see you. On the atomic level, subatomic level, on a micro level, every part of you, every single cell, there is nothing that takes him unaware, and there's nothing that gets past him. So just know that, trust in that, and believe. And you'll see the salvation of the Lord in so many ways that you could not have fathomed. Until next time, thank you, God bless you, and unwind.